What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Where Optimal Meets Practical, where we talk all things training, nutrition, and mindset optimization, while making sure to not lose sight of the practical and applicable side of things. I'm your host, Jordan Lips, and I just wanted to say thank you for taking time out of your day to tune in. I appreciate you. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. What's going on guys? Welcome back to the show. Today we are not talking calories, we're not talking protein, not talking micros, macros, not talking cardio. We're talking about decision making. We're talking about informed decision making and understanding trade-offs. My job as a coach and any coach's job is not to tell you what to do. I am here to tell you the pros, the cons, the trade-offs, and help you decide for yourself. I want to help you make informed decisions. It's pretty well established at this point from behavioral research, behavior change studies, that you're more likely, much more likely to sustain certain changes that you decide yourself. Now, that doesn't mean there's no use for a coach. It's just that you are going to be the one who needs to decide what it is you do. My job is to help you come to that conclusion on your own by identifying the trade-offs, the pros and cons, help you set expectations, and make sure that every time you make a decision, you're making an informed decision. You're making a decision based on the true pros and cons, you know, when it comes to each of the decisions that you're choosing between. I want you to make a choice that you're truly happy with, one that you understand the pros, the cons, the costs in terms of energy and focus, not a decision that I forced upon you that you don't really want or that you don't really understand what it will require. I want you making decisions that you understand the trade-offs and that you have come to the conclusion that this is worth it. So what does it mean to understand trade-offs? And the truth is you already do. You do it in every part of your life. And this is one of the many like mysterious disconnects between how you act in your normal life and how you act in your health and fitness. And there, there's just many of these moments where it's like, you do this every other part of your life. And tracking is often one of those things where it's like you budget your money like very meticulously because it's important to you and you want to save money. But when it comes to counting calories or tracking anything, all of a sudden the big red flag goes up and it's not okay. It's, this is another one of those areas where like you do this in every other facet of your life. When it comes to health and fitness, we just go fucking brain neutral and we turn off and we're like, nope, I go back to being an impulsive six-year-old and I don't really factor in the pros and cons and the trade-offs to my decisions like I do in every other part of my life. In fitness, we tend to talk about what we want. I want to get lean. I want to get strong. I want to be toned. But we forget to properly acknowledge the cost. You don't do that in any other part of your life. It's about deciding what's worth it. Imagine you're going to buy a TV, right? You're going to Best Buy, you're gonna go buy a TV and you don't acknowledge the price tag. Like that's you wanting to be lean but not understanding or acknowledging what it takes to actually get there. And me as a coach, it's not my job to tell you which TV to buy. It's my job to be the salesman who makes no commission. It's my job to be the price checker tool. It's my job to walk around with you, walk around the store with you and talk through the pros and cons of each TV. This is what it costs. These are the features. These are the reviews. 
It's not my job to tell you which TV to buy. Only you know what's worth it to you. It's my job to show you the pros and the cons, the objective trade-offs, the benefits, the costs. It's my job to walk you through to a decision of what's best for you. Imagine you're, you know, when it comes to understanding trade-offs, I always think of like betting. It's like, if you're playing roulette and you put all your money on one number and you lose, like, you understood that the, it was very likely you would lose. Like, it's irrational for you to bet all your money on one roulette number and then be upset that you didn't win. Like, you need to understand the trade-offs. You need to understand that doing that is a high-risk, high-reward play. It is likely to have a high cost. And there's that disconnect that we're going to talk about in a little bit where it's like, you need to understand the pros and cons of each decision so that you can make the decision that's actually worth it for you. So again, why is it important to understand trade-offs? Once you understand trade-offs, you will feel more confident in your decision-making. You will feel less guilt when likely inevitable cons or inevitable obstacles, downsides do happen. You'll feel less buyer's remorse. Once you understand the trade-offs behind, let's say you have three choices and we're gonna go over a bunch of examples in a little bit. Let's say you have three, three TVs you wanna buy, or three TVs in your price range. And now you weigh the pros and the cons of the features and the size and the, is it curved? Is it 4K? You know, can it be mounted? And you come to the conclusion that this TV meets your value base, uh, your, your, your value-based thinking. The trade-offs of getting this TV are the best. You will feel less buyer's remorse. Maybe it has 4K, but it's not curved. And, you know, for anybody, 4K is like a high pixelation. And some people like a curved TV. I have no fucking clue. Just stay with me here. And let's say you care more about the pixelation and you love that it's 4K. You kind of wish that it was curved also, but you have to really pick between those two things. Well, you decide that it being 4K pixelation is more important. So you buy that one. And you go home and you're like, man, I really wish it was curved. But you decided that the 4K was more important. So you won't feel any buyer's remorse because you decided that this was more important, right? You're gonna feel less guilt about buying this one because you took the time to value the pros and the cons, to think about the trade-offs, and you made the best decision, the most informed decision based on the facts and how you felt about the facts. And when you do that, there's less guilt, there's more confidence, there's more buy-in, there's more belief, there's less remorse, there's less second-guessing. There's less confusion when things come up, inevitable hurdles, inevitable downsides, inevitable cons. Like if that 4K TV doesn't mount, you're not gonna be confused when it comes time to put it on the stand and you really wanna mount it. Like you knew that. You understood that that would be something you wanted that you weren't gonna get. And so you can live with it because you made the decision. And what I'm about to say next is something I'm, I feel super passionate about. And, and I wish if there are any coaches listening, when you're, when you're talking to your clients, I want you to think of this. It's not what you do that's good or bad. It's not what you do. It's the intent you do it with. Are you making rational value-based decisions based on a recognition of the pros and cons 
Or are you making an impulsive decision like a child who just wants, wants, wants? Like people talk about, and I'll go into a little bit more depth in a bit, but people talk about aggressive dieting. Man, aggressive dieting inherently is not bad. Aggressive dieting on one side, under one intention, under one mindset of, you know, I really would prefer to get this over with. I understand that I'm going to be more uncomfortable. I understand that it's going to take more sacrifice. I understand the trade-offs. I understand I'm not going to feel as great. But to me, for me, getting it done a little bit quicker, even if it takes disproportionately more sacrifice, that is worth it for me. Man, that client is going to be okay dieting a bit more aggressively. For somebody else, they might hear, oh man, it goes faster if I diet more aggressively. Great, let me do that. But they're not understanding you're going to be more uncomfortable. You're going to be more hungry. You're going to have more cravings. Your workouts are going to be, you're going to have lower energy in your workouts. The intent in which you're doing it, the recognition and understanding of the trade-offs is what's going to decide whether what you're doing is good or bad, not inherently what that thing is. And you might disagree with me. Nobody should diet fast. Nobody should diet more aggressively. Man, most people shouldn't diet aggressively because it's not worth it for them. Not because dieting more aggressively is bad. Most people shouldn't diet aggressively because the trade-offs are not worth it for them, or they're not even acknowledging the trade-offs, right? You're either not considering the trade-offs or you have a misconception about what the trade-offs actually are, right? You're either not thinking at all about what this TV costs or you think it costs X, but it really costs 5X, right? You're not, you're, you're either not actually considering the trade-offs of getting really lean or you are considering the trade-offs, but you're totally misunderstanding what they actually are, right? Maybe you understand, yeah, getting really lean, I'm gonna have to count my calories. You know, you are actually thinking about the cost. Well, maybe you're totally misunderstanding what the trade-offs are. Maybe you're 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 undervaluing or you're misunderstanding in a way that you think it's gonna be easier than it is. So you're either not actually even considering the trade-offs and you're just being that impulsive five-year-old child who just says, I wanna be lean, I wanna be shredded, I wanna have a great relationship with food, I wanna eat whatever I want and not gain weight but you're not understand you're you're not even thinking about the trade-offs or you're somebody who's like I want to be lean and I understand I'm going to have to work out okay like you're thinking about the trade-offs but you're 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 in a totally different ballpark of what this thing actually costs you're like I want a new TV I want the best TV and I understand it's going to cost a lot of money okay what's a lot of money you think it's a thousand it's really 4000 so yes you thought about the trade-offs but I find I find that usually people fall into these two camps. They either want something when it comes to health and fitness and they're not even considering that it costs something or they want something in health and fitness and they're totally underestimating what that thing actually costs in terms of time, effort, focus. This either not considering or misconception slash underestimating what the trade-offs actually are, it causes this huge disconnect between what you say you want and what you're actually willing to work for. Like, it causes this disconnect between what you say you want and what you're actually doing. And that disconnect is why you're not in the place you want. That disconnect is what makes people actually sad. If you knew, here's the deal. Let's take getting really lean as the example here. If you knew what it would cost, right? Let's say you, you say you want to get really lean. And because you're not really lean and because you're quote unquote trying to get really lean and you're not achieving it, you're sad. You're not sad because you're not lean. You might, well, you might be sad because you're not lean, but what you're really, like, what would fix that sadness is understanding what it would actually cost. If you knew what it would cost, truly, 
knew what it would take. And then you look at that and you say, well, man, that's not worth it. I don't actually want that thing because, you know, it would require X and I don't want to do X. You won't be sad anymore. You won't be, you won't have that buyer's remorse. If I told you that that best TV in Best Buy, the best one there, it was $10,000. The whole time, the whole ride over to Best Buy, you're like, I really want this TV. It's got this 4K. It's got the curve feature. We can mount it. It's got smart. It's a smart TV. And we get there and that thing is $10,000. Uh, man, you're not going to want it anymore. Or, or you're at least going to be much, much, much better at rationalizing not having it. You're going to be in a much happier place when we leave the store without that TV because you found out what it costs. And man, that shit ain't worth it. And it's about knowing the pros and cons, understanding the trade-offs, and deciding what is worth it for you. You're not sad that you don't have that big TV because motherfucker, it costs $10,000 and that shit's not worth it to you. Happiness is that gap between perception and reality. What you think you want versus what it actually costs. And if you can bridge that gap by understanding the trade-offs, for that thing that you want, you'll actually be able to, to, to decide if you want that thing. And if you decide you don't actually want that thing, guess what? It's no longer exhausting not being lean because you've decided, man, being really lean, these are the trade-offs I'd have to make. These are the sacrifices I'd have to make. It's just not worth it for me. For me. It's exhausting to try to convince yourself that you want something, but at the same time, not really understand, let alone act upon what it would take to actually get there. And, and an example that comes to mind, and I feel like I'm gonna use my examples up by the time we get to the examples part is, when people are like, you know, I really wanna lose that last bit of belly fat. I wanna lose that last couple of pounds. Man, I know you want that. But if you actually knew the disproportionate amount of effort per pound lost, let's say, you might say, I don't actually want that. I feel 100% very strongly about this. Listen, your leanest body is likely not your happiest life because the trade-offs you'd have to make to get that leanest body are not ones that create the happiest life for you. Let's say at 140, you'd be really lean. You're like, man, I'd be really lean, be shredded. I'd you know, look really unbelievable naked. Like just, I'd have very little fat on my body. I'd be photo shoot ready. That would be great, right? And I said, okay, that, that cool. That, that would be cool, right? All of those things you listed, right? You'd look great naked. You'd have very little fat. You'd be photo shoot ready. You'd fit amazing in all your clothes. If you knew what it would take to get to 140, to get really lean, to get that quote unquote last bit of fat off, more calorie restriction, less life flexibility, you know, more time spent in a deficit, less ability to eat out with your friends, less drinking, um, you know, just in general, more food focus and attention put towards being in a deficit, eating less food, working out more. Like, man, you might say, fuck, my life at 150 with several hundred more calories and way more life flexibility is a better life. Understanding the trade-offs, and I'm going through something similar in my life right now. Like, my life has never been better. Am I the leanest I've ever been? No. I've been 15 pounds lighter than I am right now. I was leaner. I actually put up a picture the other day of, of a photo shoot I did one time. That was one of the leanest I've ever been. 
life was not great there. I was really lean and that picture's really cool and I, I probably fit really great in my, you know, like quote unquote, like skinny jeans or whatever. But man, my life right now, weighing the pros and cons, weighing the trade-offs, I'm not as lean, I'm 15 pounds up, but I have, you know, I'm eating a thousand more calories than I was and my life as a whole is better. The trade-off between being really lean, the life trade-offs, the overall trade-offs, not just the fucking what it looks like at the end, but what is it cost to get there and stay there is not worth it for me and it's not really worth it for most people. But what we see is we see this fucking Instagram model, shredded, you know, on the beach, you know, photoshopped, great lighting, and we're like, man, I wanna be that. No, you don't. You don't actually wanna be that because if I told you what the trade-offs were, if I told you what it costs to get there, you wouldn't want it. So you can stop saying you want it because you don't actually want it because to want it is to rationalize that the pros and cons are worth it for you and they're just not. And once you decide that it's not worth it, right? It's not worth it or it is worth it is more important than I want that. Like those two things, what you want and what is worth it, they should be synonymous. If you want something, it by definition should come from a place of I've weighed the pros and cons and I've decided it's worth it. And if you have not done that, then you don't actually want that thing. If you want to be lean, you it must come from a place of I understand what that will cost me in terms of life, lifestyle, flexibility, time, effort, focus, calories. Like you can't say you want it if you haven't first done this needs analysis, this pros and cons, this uh, uh, um, understanding of trade-offs, this factoring in if I do X, what does that cost? If I do Y, what does that cost? Like you can't want something until you've done that. You wanting it and you deciding it's worth it need to be synonymous because that disconnect between wanting something but at the same time deciding it's not worth it, like it is unhealthy for you to go home from Best Buy still whining about that $10,000 TV and if I turn around and ask you, I'll be, okay, why didn't you buy it? You're like, oh, it's not worth it. Well then what the fuck are you sad about? It's not worth it to you. Like you can be upset that you wish it was cheaper. You can be upset that you wish it was easier to get lean, but it's not. And any time spent crying or being, you know, sad that I say crying because I imagine the kid in the back seat. Like the, any time spent being upset that you don't have that thing that you don't actually really want is time fucking wasted. You only have so much time on this earth. Decide what is worth it for you. What what juice is worth the squeeze? Go after that. And if it's not worth it for you, stop worrying about it. If you want to be lean, but then I tell you what it's gonna take to do that, and, and you say, oh, it's not worth it. Well, then let's move the fuck on because you don't actually want it. You can stop being sad that you don't have it. And you can start appreciating doing the things that are worth it to you. Once you understand the trade-offs, you will feel more confident in your decision-making. You'll feel less guilt when the inevitable cons, the inevitable hurdles happen. And you will feel less, you know, buyer's remorse, less FOMO, less looking over at the fence at what you could have done. Man, if you properly weigh the pros and cons at every turn, at every fork in the road, there's no regret, there's no guilt, there's no buyer's remorse. You made a decision with all the information, you weighed the pros and cons, and truthfully, you know, even in hindsight, you'd go back and make the same decision, even if it doesn't work out. Even if that person in the beginning of the podcast who said, you know, I really want to diet more aggressively, I, I, these, I've weighed the pros and cons and I really want to do it. Even if that person, it doesn't work for them. They quote unquote fail. It doesn't work, doesn't work out for them and they want to change courses. Like there's no regret because they made an informed decision based on the pros and cons 
And even if it didn't work out, like they'd go back and they, they would legitimately say, you know, I'd make the same decision because I weighed the pros and cons. I was honest with myself about what I want and I'm, what I'm willing to give up to get it. And that is how I based my decision. And even if it didn't work out, so be it. I'd make the same decision because I did it in that rational pro and con mindset. Let's talk about some examples in health and fitness, at least from a coaching perspective. A lot of questions that I get where I see this valuation of pros versus cons, this, this identify, recognize, and be honest about the trade-off situation really happen. And the first one I want to say is the trade-off between taking care of your health sooner versus later. And I'm not going to go in too deep. I don't want this to be a deep podcast about, you know, getting your shit together now so you can save yourself from disease later. But that's all true. There's a trade-off. You want to take care of your health early on in your life? You're probably going to be blessed with not having to take care of it as much or have it not cost you as much later. There are plenty of people who, you know, live fast, die young, you know, and I'm not talking about obesity. I'm just talking about taking care of your health. Like, and that's fine. If you ask, I'm going to butcher, you know, a, a rock legend who died, just insert any like rock legend who died of like a drug overdose or alcohol abuse and partied their balls off for 40 years or something like, man, if you ask him, would you change anything? Fuck no. Like, you, they probably wouldn't. Yes, they're like, okay, you could have lived another 20 years. They're like, so what? The trade-off of having fun and partying and touring, like, that was worth it for me. And we beat this one to a pulp, but like, the trade-off and how aggressive you want to diet, right? Speed and sustainability are often inversely correlated. And speed and comfort are definitely inversely correlated. And if I have a client come to me, and they're losing, you know, at a decent rate, and they're doing great, I'll talk to them and be like, hey, how uncomfortable are you? And would you, how do you feel about the idea of being able to sacrifice some of your comfort for speed? And I'm not saying that people should diet more aggressively. I'm not. What I am saying is you should be weighing that pro and con as you're going through your dieting process, before you go through your dieting process. How uncomfortable am I willing to be? How uncomfortable can I sustain without sacrificing my mental health, without sacrificing my, my lifestyle too much? At what point is my is that comfort for speed ratio worth it for me? And some people die, some people come to a conclusion after doing that, that they wanna die a little bit more aggressively, that being a little more uncomfortable is worth it for them. Other people don't wanna be as hungry, don't wanna adjust their lifestyle, make as many sacrifices. Man, that's totally cool too. Remember, it's not what you do, it's the intent with which you do it. And if you decide that, Doing X is worth it based on a true and objective and honest account of the pros and cons, the trade-offs, and fuck yeah, go for it. That's awesome. Whatever it is, it's not about what it is that you want to do. It's have you truly weighed the pros and cons and come to a conclusion in your heart that this thing is worth what it costs. Nobody can tell you otherwise. Nobody can tell you that that is wrong. I'm sure there are some exceptions out there of shit that's just straight up dumb. But I, I, I'd be hard-pressed to tell somebody it's dumb if they weighed the pros and cons honestly and objectively and they decided to go for it. 99 out of 100 times, I'm going to look at them and be like, okay, I support you. You know, you recognize the cons and you want to do this anyway? Like, you want to mountain bike, you know, down a 90-degree steep straight-down drop of a, this, you know, you've seen the Instagram video guy with the GoPros, like, mountain biking. Like, he said, this is fun. I like the thrill. It's gonna be a sick video. This is how I make my living. Those are all the pros. The cons, I might fucking die. And he said, that's worth it to me. 
And who is anybody to say that that guy's an idiot? He's not. It's his life. He's going to value the pros and cons differently. And that's the way it is. It's not what you're doing. It's the intent with which you do it. It's have you weighed the pros and cons and come to a rational decision. I'm going to go through a couple more of these. I don't want to bore you guys with a million different uh, fit, health and phys, fitness examples. I'm sure you guys can come up with some on your own. But one of them is like, okay, if you're plateaued, should you lower your calories or increase your steps or movement? I see this all the time. There's a trade-off. Maybe you're, you know, let's say you're eating 1,600 calories and you're getting 5,000 steps per day. You might say, man, 1,600 is pretty low. You know, uh, going lower really is going to suck. But I could get two or 3,000 more steps. That wouldn't suck so much. And for me, the trade-off of moving more is better than the trade-off of eating less. Great. That's awesome. I'm never going to tell you as a coach which one of those two things you should do. I want you to look at your calories, your lifestyle, you know, your ability to, to enjoy your food. And I also want you to look at your exercise. And I want you to say which one of those things, either eating less or moving more, seems more practical. Seems more like you'd enjoy doing it. Would suck less. That's the one you should do. We assess the trade-offs of each decision. And then you make one and you live with it because you valued this one you valued higher the pros and con ratio of this choice. And you did that. And that's how that conversation should always go. It's not a coaching time to drop calories. Like, no, it's about which one of those things do you feel you have more runway to improve? Which Doing which one of those things would impede on your life less and give you a better return. Once you have all of those, all of that information, you can make the best decision at hand and you won't look back. So, this podcast is called Where Optimal Meets Practical. And one of the more broad umbrella trade-offs that people talk about is certain trade-offs that take you away from what's optical, uh, from, from what's optimal and move you towards what's practical. There's a trade-off between what's optimal and what you like best. There's a trade-off between what's optimal and what you can stick to. If I said, hey, Becky, eating 1,500 calories, getting 10,000 steps per day, training four times, upper lower, 130 grams of protein, go. That's optimal. And, and Becky says, you know, I, I fucking hate upper lower split. And truthfully, I feel like shit at 1,500 calories. Can, you know, can we, can we do a little bit more? And man, that's a lot of protein for me. Can we start a little bit lower? Like those are trade-offs away from what's optimal. But it's a trade-off towards what you like best, what you can stick to. And that trade-off is always worth it unless you're trying to like save your life. Like this is a life or death situation. But that trade-off of taking a little bit from what's optimal and moving it towards what's practical, taking a little bit away from optimal, moving it towards what you like best, what you can stick to, that trade-off is always worth it. And if a client says to me, you know, uh, I really want to, you know, build some muscle, but I really like running and I want to run hard two or three times a week, like, it's not my job to tell them to do that or not. It's not my job to say you can or cannot run. It is my job to say, hey, if you're running 40 miles a week, that's gonna take away from optimal muscle growth. Can you still grow muscle? Of course. It's gonna take away a little bit from that optimal muscle growth. But hey, if you like it and it makes your overall life better and you don't mind building muscle a little bit slower because you're spending some of your exercise, your intense, your intensity, your fatigue accumulation on running, then that's great. I'm super happy for you. If that allows you to enjoy your fitness, it's good for your mental health, you can be consistent with it. Fuck, man, optimal, who gives a shit? I want. I want you to make a trade-off between optimal and practical and find where you fall on that spectrum because that's what you can 
actually sustain. So that trade-off between what's optimal and what's practical, what's optimal, what you can stick to, what's optimal, what you like best, that's a trade-off I want more people to think about making. And that's obviously a huge pillar of our coaching. I coaching an hour. It's not like I got like, like little coaching gnomes with me, but that's a huge pillar of my coaching. It's like, here, let's lay out in, you know, broad strokes, what might be optimal. And then let's pick it apart and say, this does or doesn't work for me. I like, I don't like this. And let's take that dish and mold it to what you like and what you can stick to. And those are the kinds of trade-offs I want people to make. You might say, I really want to be super lean. I want to be 5% body fat stage lean. Okay. This is what's optimal. And they're like, yeah, I don't want to do that. So let's, let's move, let's move your expectation. Let's move your goal to match what you're actually willing to give up for it. So let's wrap things up here. First, you're either not even considering the trade-offs or you're misunderstanding or underestimating them. Tackle that first. Start by considering trade-offs when you make decisions because you do it in every fucking other facet of your life. And second, hire a coach to help you actually understand what those trade-offs are because factoring the trade-offs is not enough by itself. Starting to factor the trade-offs, that's great. But if you're not actually understanding what those trade-offs are, you're still going to be screwed in the end, right? You want to think, what is this going to cost me? Effort, time, focus, sacrifice. Once you understand and factor in those trade-offs, you will figure out and achieve what you're really willing to work for. You will figure out what you actually want and stop wishing for things that you don't really want because you'll have you'll have been honest about what that thing costs. It breaks my heart hearing people who want something and then when you tell them what they what it costs they they don't want it anymore, right? They honestly say, "Okay, I don't want to do those things." But then they still let that thing that they think they want haunt them and and make them sad. Man, if you want something but you're not willing to do what it takes to get it, you have no right to be sad about it anymore. And it's killing you. It's a waste of your emotions. It's a waste of that sadness. Often trading optimal for practical is a great trade. A really great trade. Any coach can come up with what is optimal on paper. But you're not a fucking robot. We need to take what's optimal and we need to start making some trade-offs so it looks like something you can sustain, something you like, something you can stick to. It's not your coach's job to tell you what to do. It's not my job to tell you how many calories to eat. It isn't. It's not my job to tell you if you need to eat less calories or move more or do this exercise or do this workout split. It isn't. It's my job to help you make informed decisions, not just based on what you want, but more importantly, what you're willing to work for and what you can stick to. So yes, your coach probably has more information than you but you know you best. And it's their job to help lay out all the options, explain the pros and cons, explain the trade-offs, so that you guys, in a collaborative effort, can come to the best decision about what's best for you. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm super passionate about, about trade-offs, and, and I'd rather spend more time with a client talking about what is it, what's worth it to them, what do they really want based on what they're willing to work for, than talking about what's optimal. It's like, do you want to be really lean? Okay, why do you want to be lean? How's your life going to be different when you're lean? What are you really looking for? And then here's what it's going to take to get there. Do you really want all of that? 
Might your life be better at a different place with different trade-offs and different pros and different cons? Talking about what's optimal is easy. Writing a, a, an effective workout plan is easy, but people aren't robots. And once you really understand the pros and cons of the goals and the things that you want, you might actually come to a different decision about what you think or what you actually do want based on what you're actually willing to work for. Thanks for listening, guys. I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Where Optimal Meets Practical. If you enjoyed it, if you found value, do me a favor and take a screenshot of your phone and post it to your social media. If you do, tag me so I can say thanks. If you ever want to get in touch with me, you can reach me at Jordan Lips Fitness on Instagram, or you can email me, jordanlips at jordanlipsfitness.com, or check out the website, jordanlipsfitness.com. I'd love to chat. Have a great day.